0: Welcome to Stony Brook. We're so glad that you decided to join us in worship this morning, especially if you're visiting with us. Welcome. I'm Pastor David Hoffman, and I bring you greetings on behalf of our entire staff, including our preacher for the day, Pastor Jennifer Casey, and our Pastor Emeritus, Bob Thomas. As we begin our time together, you'll find the connection card in your bulletin or online at stonybrook.church. And you can use this as a chance to register your attendance, a place to share your prayer concerns with us, and find ways to give financially and register for upcoming events and studies. I want to remind you of several missional opportunities, both uh, through Stony Brook and in our community. Uh, blood, Blood donations are a critical need at this time, and the American Red Cross is partnering with NBC4 and WNCI for a blood drive on Wednesday. January 5th from 7 to 7 at the Columbus Airport Marriott. If you've last donated on or before November 10th, you may be eligible uh, to give, and you can call 1-800-RED-CROSS for more information. Also, Stony Brook has partnered with GRIN, Gahanna residents in need to adopt Royal Manor Elementary as a part of an ongoing weekend snack program which sends home snack packs to help combat hunger, In our community by providing students in need with enough food to help get them through the weekends when school lunches are not provided. Uh, The current needs include proteins of any kind, breakfast cereals, and mac and cheese. There's a complete list um, on our uh, Connect Center, and you can uh, find more information there. Please remember um, that all donations must be individual servings so that they can be broken up and shared. And this is an ongoing mission outreach of our congregation, and we have made a commitment, an ongoing commitment, to provide 30 snack packs per week. So we invite you to this important ministry. Also, on the first Sunday of each month, there is a separate offering basket at the altar rail to collect gifts for the Pastor's Benevolence Fund. This fund is one way a Stony Brook Church provides emergency resources to those in need. In 2021, we collected and distributed over $19,000 from this fund. So it is an important and critical uh, way in which we as a congregation reach out to meet immediate needs in our community. So we invite you to participate in that offering. This morning, we welcome Mary Runyon, the sister of Jeff Shellhammer, who is sharing her gift of music with us this morning. She is playing for Christina, who is not able to be with us this morning in worship, and Deb, who is on vacation this morning. Friends, this truly is the day and the year that God has given to us. I invite us now to settle our hearts and minds as we prepare ourselves for worship this morning. Thank you. I invite you to stand in body or in spirit and join together in this morning's call to worship. Oh, come, let us worship the Lord and consider what wondrous things God has done. Oh, come, let us worship the Lord and consider what wondrous things God has done. O oh, come, let us worship the Lord, and consider what wondrous things God has done. The price in the blood of the Word unveils the hidden plan, making us join the of the promise of salvation through the gospel. O oh, come, let us worship the Lord, for God has done wondrous things.
1: I'd like to invite the Putnam family to come forward. It is our joy on this first Sunday of the new year to be welcoming a new sister in Christ through baptism. Brothers and sisters in Christ, through the sacrament of baptism, we are initiated into Christ's holy church We are incorporated into God's mighty acts of salvation and given new birth through water and the spirit. All this is God's gift offered to us without price. Who are you bringing forward for baptism this day?
2: This is Jane Putnam.
1: Jane Putnam. So I ask you, mom and dad, on behalf of the whole church, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness Reject the evil powers of this world and repent of your sin. If so, say, I do. I do. Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? If so, say, I do. I do. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your whole trust in his grace, and promise to serve him as your Lord? in union with the church which Christ has opened to all people of all ages, nations and races, if so say I do. I do. Will you nurture Jane in Christ's holy church that by your teaching and example she may be guided to accept God's grace for herself, to profess her faith openly and to lead a Christian faith, if so say I will. I will.
0: Do you, as Christ's body, the church, reaffirm both your rejection of sin and your commitment to Christ? If so, answer, we do. do. Will you nurture one another in Christian faith and life and and now include Jane before you in your care? With God's God's help, help, we we will proclaim proclaim the good good news and and live according according to the example of Christ. Christ, We We will will surround Jane with a community community of of love and forgiveness. forgiveness. that that she may grow in her her service service to others. others. We We will will pray pray for her,
1: that she may be a true disciple
0: who walks in the way that leads to life. Let us pray. Eternal God, when nothing existed but chaos, you swept across the dark waters and brought forth light. In the days of Noah, you saved those on the ark through water. And after the flood, you set in the clouds a rainbow When you saw your people as slaves in Egypt, you led them to freedom through the sea. Their children you brought through the Jordan to the land which you promised. In the fullness of time you sent Jesus nurtured in the water of a womb. He was baptized by John and anointed by your Holy Spirit. He called his disciples to share in the baptism of his death and resurrection and make disciples of all nations. Pour out your Holy Spirit, O God, on this gift of water and bless this one who will receive it, to wash away her sin and clothe her in righteousness throughout her life, that dying and being raised, raised with Christ, she too may share in God's final victory. Amen.
1: Amen. Jane, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit work within you that being born of the water and the Spirit, you may be a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now it is our joy to welcome our new sister in Christ. Through baptism, Baptism, you are are incorporated by by the Holy Spirit into into God's new creation and made to share share in
0: Christ's royal priesthood.
1: priesthood. We We are are all one in
0: Christ Christ Jesus. With With joy joy and and thanksgiving, we we welcome you as members of the family of
1: Christ. Let us all show our love and appreciation and excitement as we welcome Jane into our family today.
2: Congratulations. Congratulations.
1: Congratulations. You will find a gift from the church in there as well. Thank you.
0: I invite us now to enter into a time of prayer. Let us pray. Holy and gracious God, as the calendar has turned to another year, we give you thanks. Thanks for the hope that is ours in Christ. We thank you that you forgive us and you give us that power to begin anew. Therefore, this day we pray that you will come to us, that you will come to us and touch those places in our lives that we most need change. We ask that you tear down the barriers that keep us from loving others, that you root out all violence and apathy from our lives, that you free us from dependency on any person or thing or substance that we may place our complete trust in you. Oh, God, instill us with discipline to establish new habits Prune away the dead leaves of our lives through your creative power so that shoots, new shoots may come forth from the barren stem. Oh God, bring forth your new life within each one of us through the grace of Jesus Christ. Oh God, this day we thank you that you hear the prayer of every heart for those in need of your healing touch, for those who need your comfort and peace, for those who mourn when the circle of life is complete, for those who are grateful when their work meets with success, for those who suffer because no work is to be found, for those who are bored not having enough to do, For those who are tired having too much to do, for those who are surrounded by the love of family and friends, for those who are lonely. Oh God, help us. Help us to support one another rejoicing with those who rejoice and weeping with those who weep. For we so want to be joined together as members of the body of Christ in unity loving one another and serving your world. Oh God, help us. Help us to be like Jesus. To respond to each one each one who crosses our path with both sensitivity and compassion as if it were Jesus himself. We ask all of this with the confidence that you are a God who knows us and knows our needs, even before we have the courage to voice our needs out loud. Oh God, we thank you for hearing us this morning, and we pray all of this through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and prays with us. Amen.
1: I invite you to hear these words of good news from the gospel according to Matthew from chapter 2. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. This is the word of God for all of God's children. Thanks be to God. Let us join our voices together in song as we respond to the reading of this word. Join me in a spirit of prayer. Oh God, for the gift of these ancient and holy words, we give you thanks. Open our hearts, our minds, and our spirits to have the message, to have us receive the message you would have for us today. We pray this in the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. Why do we think turning the calendar will change the world? Why do we believe at the stroke of midnight, we must begin to alter our bodies, our finances, and our lives? Who decided these standards? Who sold us on this bill of goods? Why do we think turning the calendar will change the world? How often do we believe that just naming a change makes it happen? As soon as we lose weight, have more money, live in a bigger house, happiness will arrive. Who sold us this bill of goods? Why do we think changing the calendar will change the world, that our families will suddenly get along, our jobs will become more satisfying, and our bad habits will stop? Who sold us the bill of goods? Why do we think turning the calendar will change the world? That our pain will somehow disappear, addictions will dissipate, and our bitterness, anger, and loneliness will disintegrate? Who sold us on this bill of goods? Why do we think turning the calendar will change the world? A disruptive microorganism will suddenly become eradicated, or that life the way we knew it will be found, or that we can somehow unsee, unhear, and unlive these past two years? Who sold us on this bill of goods? Why do we think that turning the calendar will change the world? Are we so agitated and unsettled that we believe a turn of the year will somehow center us, anchor us, and settle us? Who sold us on this bill of goods? Our human brains are very interesting. They don't like holes, or not knowing, or ambiguity. And so our brains are always working to try to make sense of things. Somehow, somewhere, someone, began telling the story that there were three wise men who visited Jesus. Scripture doesn't number or name them for us. I suppose someone read that there were three gifts presented to Jesus and assumed that there must have been three men. So what we find in our nativity scenes is a Gospel mashup, if you will, of the birth story, an artist representation, and we make assumptions that this is how it happened. The way our nativity scenes tell the story, the wise men visited Jesus while he was still a newborn baby, still in the stable, surrounded by the animals, the shepherds, and the angels. The reality is, They probably didn't arrive until he was much older than a newborn baby. Their journey would have taken some time. 2,000 years ago, one didn't just quickly pack a suitcase, hop on a plane, and get to their destination. Their journey would have been a lengthy process. Coming from the East, they likely would have hired people to help them with their travels people who would have been tending to the animals that carried their supplies, tending to their food, their tents, their clothes, helping them find an appropriate place to stop each evening, to eat and to rest safely, to help them unpack and settle in for the night, and then to help them pack up and get moving again in the morning. I'm wondering... How many unnamed people were in the background of the story of the wise men? How many others may also have paid Jesus homage when they arrived? How did the presence of these extra people impact the wise men? What was going on with these wise men? And what did they think they, would happen to them when they arrived to see Jesus? The wise men, or the stargazers, as I like to call them, were spiritual seekers by nature, spending their time, their energy, their intellect. They looked to the stars to help them understand their world, their lives. They looked to the stars to help guide them, show them, and inform them. Perhaps these wise men were spiritually agitated not feeling quite fully content in life. And so they set out for this long journey to visit a child who the Jews said would be king. I wonder what they anticipated happening when they arrived. There's much to be learned in the journey. Appreciating the path, the experience, is a spiritual skill. It's a sign of spiritual maturity. Appreciation is where we can see the gifts, the growth that comes as a result of the movement of our journey. It's not always easy to appreciate the journey. We have the tendency to want to rush to our destination. This makes sense as our culture values destination over journey. Our society fosters impatience. Impatience leads to rushing And rushing means missing out on observing our surroundings. It means missing out on noticing God. I wonder what happened as the stargazers and their entourage traveled to Bethlehem. What did they see? Who did they interact with? What were their conversations about? How did their experience shape them and prepare them for their introduction to Jesus? I've shared with you all about my friend, who I spend most of my Fridays, my Sabbath day, uh, with. During the height of the pandemic, when we were all at our most isolated, she and I used to go out walking on Friday mornings. We walked for miles, oftentimes eight miles at a time. During our walks, we would talk and share life together on the paths of our respective neighborhoods. Well, last summer, we decided it would be fun to take our practice of walking to the mountains as a birthday celebration for each of us. And so we found a lovely cabin, and we spent a long weekend this July in the Smoky Mountains. Now, both of us are always up for a challenge, and so we decided to be brave and tackle the most difficult trail to the top of Mount LeConte on our first day of our getaway. It was a beautiful and exhausting hike up and down the mountain. I underestimated how long the hike would actually take. Forgetting that miles on a flat paved surface around Gahana aren't exactly equivalent to the miles on the rocky terrain of a mountain. I also underestimated the toll on my body from carrying a backpack, the increasing altitude, and the slippery rocks which we were navigating. It was not an easy hike. Now, when we were in the Smoky Mountains, we had been looking forward to seeing creatures that were unique to this area. What I quickly observed about myself, though, on that very first hike was that my eyes were almost always looking down. Fearful of the wet rocks that we had to navigate and not knowing where to place my feet on the uneven ground, my attention was not on discovering new animals around me. About halfway up the mountain, we stopped to catch our breath. We pulled off the side to rest, and as the hikers who had been hiking directly behind us passed us, they asked us if we had seen the bear. What? I said. I hadn't seen any bear. Well, apparently... Perched alongside the cliff which overhung the path we were on, the bear had been directly above our heads, peering down on us as we walked underneath. I had been so concerned about where to place my feet that I did not see the bear at all. Disappointment sank in as I realized I had missed out on this unique opportunity to observe a bear in its habitat. This experience reminded me of the importance of looking up, of seeing what's out there, and of observing my surroundings. When we are so hyper-focused and living in such a fearful state, we miss out on the gifts all around us. Curious about the animals we did end up seeing that weekend? We saw three deer, which my friend was convinced were elk. They weren't. We saw one raccoon and one bunny. As the wise men continued on their journey, looking up to the sky for their direction, they eventually arrived where the Christ child was, and they were overwhelmed with joy When they saw him with his mother, they knelt down, honored him, and offered him their gifts. When has an experience of God completely overwhelmed you with joy? What has happened in your life to prepare you for such an experience? Our lives are not lived in a vacuum. We are molded and we are shaped by our families, our communities, our experiences, and our interactions with others. One of my clergy heroes died this week. The Archbishop Desmond Tutu modeled and exuded an inner peace, an inner joy, external circumstances, didn't seem to disrupt or agitate his state of being. His work and his writing on forgiveness and joy are some of my favorites. They are my go-tos in pastoral counseling and for myself. At the core of his writing is an understanding that all of humanity is interconnected. He says, we are the sum of our interactions with one another. How we treat one another matters. What we pass on to future generations matters. Who we are at our core matters. I suspect Desmond Tutu allowed for the sum of his life journey to shape his understanding of God and humanity I can't imagine he came to an understanding overnight. For our journeys take time. Time is a gift. Time is the place where God waters and feeds those seeds which have been planted deep inside us. Time is the gift which allows love to blossom and grow. Time is the gift which helps us deepen our connections, our understanding to God in the world and our understanding of God in our lives. As a new year unfolds, rest in the knowledge that God is with us. Emmanuel, this is where our centering, our peace, our security comes from. And when you begin to get agitated with life, come back to this place. Remember, time is your gift from God, and all good things come in and through God. The good news, the grace, the gift of Christmas is that God is with us. Emmanuel, it's been the same story from the beginning to the end, God was present with Adam and Eve in the garden. God was present with the Israelites as a pillar of fire and cloud of smoke during the Exodus. God was present with the people as a baby. A baby. Can you imagine anything more personal? And just in case we needed one last reminder, in the book of Revelation, John's vision tells of heaven descending to earth. Not God lifting the people up to heaven, but God coming down to be with the people. To be with all that God has created. Appreciate your journey. Look for God. Enjoy your surprises. Be startled by the gifts in your life. And remember that God is with us. Emmanuel. I leave you with these words for the new year from another one of my spiritual heroes, Henry Nowen, as he writes, a new beginning. We must learn to live each day, each hour, yes, each minute as a new beginning, as a unique opportunity to make everything new. Imagine that we could live each moment as a moment pregnant with new life, Imagine that we could live each day as a day full of promises. Imagine that we could walk through the new year always listening to a voice saying to us, I have a gift for you, and I can't wait for you to see it. Imagine.
0: As we offer our gifts and give thanks um, this morning, You're reminded that there are multiple ways that you can give uh, through Stony Brook Church. One way is uh, Church/give. You can leave your gift here in the basket as you enter or uh, leave the sanctuary. And also you may mail your gift into the church office. I invite us now to stand and give thanks by singing together our doxology. From you, O God, and with gratitude we return to you what is yours. You created all that is and with love formed us in your image. When our love failed, your love remained steadfast. You gave your only Son, Jesus Christ, to be our Savior. All that we are and all that we have is a trust from you. And so, in gratitude for all your gifts, we offer you ourselves and all that we have and union with Christ's offering for us. By your Holy Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all your world. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. You may be seated.
1: Christ our Lord invites to this table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another, Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we
0: have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church.
1: We have not done your will. We have broken your law.
2: We have rebelled against your love.
1: We have not loved our neighbors. And we have not heard the cry of the needy.
0: Forgive us, we pray. Free, Free us, us for joyful, joyful obedience. obedience. Through, Through Jesus, Jesus Christ, our
1: Lord. our Lord. Amen. Hear this good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves loves, God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven.
0: In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory Glory to to God.
1: God. Amen.
0: The Lord be with you.
1: And also with you.
0: Lift up your hearts.
1: We lift them up to the Lord.
0: It is, let us give thanks to the Lord our God.
1: It is right to give our thanks and praise.
0: It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Almighty God, creator of heaven and earth. Before the mountains were brought forth, or you had formed the earth. From everlasting to everlasting, you alone are God. You created light out of darkness and brought forth life on the earth. You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away, your love remained steadfast you delivered us from captivity and made covenant to be our sovereign god and you spoke to us through the prophets and so with your people on earth and all of the company of heaven we praise your name and we join their unending hymn holy 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 lord god God of of power and might heaven and earth are full of your glory hosanna in the the highest Blessed is the one who comes in in the the name name of the the Lord. Lord. Hosanna Hosanna in in the highest.
1: Holy are you, and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ, in whom you have revealed yourself, our light, and our salvation. You sent a star to guide wise men to where the Christ was born, and in your signs and witnesses in every age and through all the world, you have led your people from far places to his light. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took the bread. He gave thanks to you. He broke the bread and gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat. This is my body, which has been given for you. As often as you eat of this, remember me. When the supper was over, he took the cup. He gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples, and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith.
2: Christ Christ has
1: died. Christ 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 is is risen. risen. Christ Christ will will come come again. again.
0: Pour out your Holy Spirit on each of us gathered here and upon the families that we represent. And pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of bread and cup. Make them be for us a body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your Holy Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all your world, until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at that heavenly banquet together. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with your Holy Spirit and your Holy Church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty God, both now and forever. Amen. Amen. And now, with the confidence of the children of God, let us be bold and join our hearts and voices together, praying the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples, praying, Our Our Father,
2: Father,
0: who art art in heaven, heaven, hallowed hallowed be be thy name. Thy Thy kingdom come, thy will be done,
2: on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our
0: trespasses, trespasses. as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power,
1: and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Because there is one loaf, we who are many share in the breaking of this loaf, the body of Christ. The cup over which we give thanks is a sharing in the blood of Christ. These are the gifts of God for all of God's people. And because Christ is the host at this table, all are welcome and invited to receive these gifts of grace. You do not need to be a member of this congregation or any congregation to receive of the elements today. You will be dismissed by the ushers and you will be um, offered some hand sanitizer. As you move forward, you will then be offered a piece of uh, individually cut bread and invited to take an individual cup of juice. If you are in need of gluten-free elements, those are available for you as well. Will those who are serving please come forward. invite you to rise for our closing hymn. retreat at the end of worship, I invite you to stay and hear the entire postlude. You will not be disappointed. But as you do leave this place, go with the confidence that God is with you. God is here with each and every one of us on our journeys every step of the way. And as you go and meet people this week, share this good news with them Go in peace, my friends, and Happy New Year. Amen.